Hello everybody, welcome to the NC Real Estate Podcast. We are so excited that you're over here joining us this week. We're going to be discussing all the questions that you've asked us in regards to the stigma of selling property from the YouTube video that we put out last week. We love it that you ask us questions and every single question that you ask us, we always, always answer. That's what these podcasts are for. And look, if you miss the podcast, then do email me, natasha at ncrealestate.co.uk or email Lorenza, property at ncrealestate.co.uk and we will come straight back to you. I also want to celebrate some amazing things that are going on over on the NC Real Estate Facebook group, Property Investment Mastery. We've got over 500 members in there right now and everybody is discussing some amazing things about property investment and where they are in their property journey. Me and the team are always over there so if you want to come over and join us then head on over to www.ncrealestate.co.uk and click on the Facebook icon that will take you straight to the Facebook group so come on over join us have a conversation with us we'd love to see you over there I also want to thank all of our subscribers who are always listening along to this podcast and our new listeners as well welcome this is the place to be to guide you through your property investment journey Okay, I'm going to hand you over to Lorenza. Let's jump straight in. Thanks very much, Natasha, for that. Um, And before we begin, I'd really like to say thank you for all the questions that came through from our listeners and subscribers. Remember that these podcasts are based on a video we get out through our newsletter in the previous week. If you'd like to subscribe to become part of our mailing list and receive all this great information... Um, before anybody else sees it, then please do go over to ncrealestate.co.uk. On the top of the homepage, you'll find the link there to subscribe to our video. So, um, without further ado, let's get straight into this today. The first question that came through from one of our listeners was... um, Why do you think the stigma of selling property is here in the first place? Do you think this is part of an outdated mentality about keeping assets? Also, how do you think things might have changed in the last 50 years or so about how long one should keep a property for and the reasons why? Great question. I love this. Thank you, Lorenza. I think that the stigma of selling properties around today because there is so much comparison and competition out there between property investors. I think that people are really competing for the most amount of properties rather than the quality of their property portfolio and I think that's where the stigma of selling property comes from. It's very much all about keep, 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 buy and hold, buy and hold, buy and hold, never sell anything and actually most property investors that I hear talking about this, this is all they advise. And they just assume that because you're amassing properties, you're amassing wealth. And a lot of the time that isn't always true. I think the stigma has also changed over the last 50 years. It used to be once that people weren't really buying property as investments, they were just buying it to hold and keep as family homes. And people were actually just buying one property and holding it through their lifetime and then leaving it for inheritance for their kids and for their family to inherit and as a little bit of an asset, as a cash cow really. And over the years, that's really worn off on us. Um, And I think that that 
buy and keep hold of really, really, really tightly is something that's really predominant in the market today. And what people don't realise is that actually, if you're not looking at your properties and one of them is failing you and not making you that income and not able to be improved, then actually that can be that one property can be of real detriment to your portfolio. And so I think the stigma really comes from people who want to buy and hold, buy and hold, as I've already said, and just build up the number of properties in their portfolio without really worrying about whether the properties are making them an income or not really making them an income anymore. And look, I'm not saying when people first buy a property that it's not making them an income, but over time, as your portfolio grows and you kind of pay more attention to the newer properties than you do the old, it's very easy to let one slip and not be making that income from them anymore. And actually, whilst you're keeping hold of your strategy of buy and hold, buy and hold, buy and hold, if a property's not working for you anywhere in your portfolio, that can really contribute to making you a loss. You discuss some reasons to let go of a property. For example, it doesn't fit into your current strategy. You have added all the value you can to the property. Could you detail a couple of other reasons it might, it might really be time to let go of your buy to let? Let me be super blunt. It's time to let go of your buy to let when it is just not making you money anymore. And that is the time where you let it go. Now, that could have been something that's happened over a number of years because the property is no longer going up in value. You can no longer increase the rents and the expenditure is getting way out of control. And if you're not making a really positive net income from a property, it is time to say goodbye to it if there is no other way that you can add value from it. It's also time to let go of your property when actually you can't enhance it anymore there's nothing more you can do with it if you're bored of your property and it just doesn't really give you any satisfaction and you've got a portfolio elsewhere which you really really love that's another really great way to reason to let go of your property you should also really look at your portfolio as a whole and really be analyzing your deals and making sure that they stack up with your goals. If you've got a property which really isn't performing as well as the rest of your properties, then it's time to start considering whether it is actually a good idea to continue holding that property. And that can be for any reason. Say all the rest of your properties are making £500 net income a month and this one property is making £100 net income a month, then actually you need to start worrying about or wondering rather whether it actually still works for you if mortgages were to mortgage interest rates were to rise then would this property still work probably not if it's only making a hundred pounds net income a month so it's time to start looking at whether it's wise to hold it or wise to sell it take out the money from that and then go and buy another property that works for your strategy another reason could be because of management constraints Look, if one of your properties is situated so far outside the rest of your portfolio, then actually it's not really a good time to be buying, to be keeping hold of that property. You've got to consider two things. You've got to consider your income and you've got to consider your time. As managing a property portfolio and being in charge of a property portfolio is really about increasing income and making sure that you're hitting those goals, but also decreasing the time that you spend managing it and looking after it. So you really need to be striking that happy balance between time spent looking after it and the income you've got coming in. 
I would also really strongly recommend that you look at maintenance of a property. There is a life cycle of every single building and at some stage a building is going to hit the point when it is too costly to keep repairing for you. It might not be too costly for someone else but you might get to the point where actually you cannot afford to do a full refurb or a full overhaul of your properties and if that is you and you're getting to that stage where you're thinking oh my gosh all my money is sinking into this property and I don't know where I'm going to get it from again that's a really really good time to sell and I want to cover something else here I want you to just remember that even if you put something on the market which you feel is no good someone else might come along and be like oh this is a really interesting deal what works for you may not work for someone else and what works for someone else may not work for you anymore just remember that and look if you're letting go of a property and someone comes along with a really great idea about it and you think oh I wish I could have done that trust your gut here if you've decided to sell a property it's probably because it's the right time and allow someone else to take over that property and transform it you're not losing out see property sales as really enhancing your portfolio and that will really really help you align your property portfolio with your goals and make sure that it's constantly performing in the way you want it to perform You really highlighted the importance of continuous analysis and assessment with regards to your property portfolio and that it is super important that you know what's going on with your books. The worst thing that can happen or one of the worst things that can happen is when one of your properties on your portfolio that you haven't been paying too much attention to um, or perhaps it's too far away. I think there are various reasons, but for whatever, you know, the reason is, Right now, it's the cause of ruining your your property portfolio as a whole. So the question is, what are some important aspects to be looking out for when analyzing one's property? And where would one go for help um, with deciding whether to keep or to let go of property? Okay, I've got some really great tips to answer this question. If you're finding out how to analyze your properties and you're really watching out for what to look for you need to be assessing your first off your mortgage does it work for your property and can you get any lower mortgage rates so that you can make sure that you're increasing your income or are mortgage rates going to go up shortly in which case is this going to completely wipe out the income that you're able to achieve from your property portfolio so this is something you really need to take into account when you're analyzing your properties if it works now it might not work in a couple of years time so just be prepared for that if all of a sudden you think that the interest rates are going to go up to three four five six percent and this property doesn't work with interest rates are that high, you've got to start considering whether actually this property is gonna work in the long term or it's just something that you're keeping on for the short term. Next, start having a look at maintenance when you're analyzing your properties. How much is these properties costing you to run? Is it getting overly expensive? Again, as I said before, if a property is getting to the stage where it's just super costly to run, you need to consider whether actually it's worth continuing to maintain and improve it or whether it's worth disposing of it and buying something which actually is easier to maintain and bringing in a higher rental income. It's also really, really key to keep looking at your property portfolio and seeing where you can add value, whether increasing rent or increasing the value of your property through adding extensions, maybe an extra bedroom, an ensuite, suite, redecorating, all of that kind of thing. Because 
actually if you can add value to your property then on the next remortgage you've got more cash you can take out but also just a care careful warning there um if you're remortgaging a property make sure that the amount of money you're taking out so the cash that you're taking out and the increase in value that you're now taking out a mortgage on you can afford with your rent you don't want to be taking out so much cash that actually you cannot afford the mortgage that you're paying rather you want to only take out a bit of cash so that your rent still covers all of the expenses so when you're analyzing your property portfolio these are really really important things that you need to be taking into account and look, again, if you notice an anomaly within the portfolio and something really isn't working, then it's time to really question the fact that whether you should keep it or not and whether it works for you. And also a really great question about who should be asking for help. Well, you need to be asking someone who's impartial and has no feeling towards the property because actually if you're asking someone who's got a deep vested interest in it of course they're going to be telling you oh don't sell we can keep it I need it for this but actually you want to be talking to someone who has an understanding of the market can give you a really objective opinion and can help you make the decision of whether it's right to keep or not right to keep and the best people to ask for this are people like me chartered surveyors who have a really in-depth view of the market and can really see what's going on and look get in contact with me and ask questions but if you don't like what I do and you want to go to someone else I won't be offended go and find another surveyor or a property professional that has been in the market for years you want someone who has a real good market knowledge who is really good at what they do you do not want to be asking someone who's just floated around the market for a tiny little while and actually who doesn't know that much you need to be speaking to someone who's been in the market for a long time and knows exactly what they're doing I think that brings us to the end of our podcast this week. Those are all the questions that they ha we've had and they have been awesome questions. I love it when you ask us stuff so that we can give you meaningful answers and we know that we're helping you out and really, really bring something to your property investment journey. If you didn't know before, we do coaching. We do property investment coaching and we get very one-to-one -one with you so that we can help you deal with your property portfolio and really run it incredibly well. We'll iron out any of your pro problems. See us as your surveyors in your pocket. And if this interests you at all, then get in contact with me, natasha at ncrealestate.co.uk. Spaces every month are limited because we want to give our clients the best possible service. So act fast to make sure that you secure your place. And with that, I want to say thank you so much for coming over and listening to this podcast. As always, we love having you over here. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. I hope that everybody, um, all of our listeners out there, really learned something today um, and, and that you would, you know, consider, look, look at your property portfolio and see what's working, what's not, what is your current strategy, what are your goals, <clears throat> and remember to come over to www.ncrealestate.co.uk um, where you will find a wealth of information. Um, the one thing I could really recommend is our Facebook group, the Property Investment Mastery, um, which you'd also be able to find uh, the link to on our website. So um, thanks a lot and we will speak to you next week. I hope you have a great week everybody.